Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome back, everyone. I want to first start off by saying thank you all for tuning in today and listening. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three mistakes I made last school year that I am correcting this upcoming school year. Before we get started, I want to share with you an amazing free guide that I have available to you. It's called the Ultimate Guide for a Successful School Year. And this guide, I'm going to walk you through how you can walk into the school year feeling confident. What you need to do to download this guide is go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash ultimate guide. And if you listen to last episode, I share with you how you can get your free ESL curriculum guide. Just go to my website, myadventuresinesl.com. It'll pop up saying, do you want this free guide? And it will be sent to your email box. So definitely go to my website, myadventuresinesl.com to get those free guides. Today, we're gonna start off with our reflection question. And remember, if we are doing some reflecting, just take a moment to brainstorm, write down some notes. If you're on the go, just jot down what you're thinking in your phone notes. Our question for today is, what were some mistakes that you made last school year? How do you plan on adjusting them this school year? If you're a new teacher and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't teach last school year. So in that um, perspective, I want you to be thinking about what were some things that when you were student teaching, what were some mistakes that you made? How can you correct those mistakes? So don't turn off this episode if you're a new teacher and you're like, I didn't teach last year. Maybe you did some student teaching. Maybe you did some observing of another teacher. So definitely be thinking about those things. Take a moment, reflect on this question, jot down some things that you would like to do differently and some of those mistakes that you made. The beginning I know for me last school year was rough. I was seven months pregnant. Plus I was um, working with students who, who had not been in school for two years due to the pandemic. So it didn't dawn on me. I taught sixth grade at the beginning of last school year and I was sitting there uh, just chit-chatting with another teacher and it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, these students have not been in school since the fourth grade. (laughs) Let that sink in for some of you, the fourth grade. So I was looking around and I'm thinking, they haven't been in school since the fourth grade. I mean, that was really heavy. If I'm gonna be really honest with you all, I felt like I was in the twilight zone. Prepping my students to return was a mess. I did not have enough time to set up my classroom. I also had a ton of district mandates that I was dealing with before the school year started. I believe being pregnant, (laughs) not having enough time, which I do take some responsibility for, and um, just led to a really big lapse in judgment. So let me share with you my three mistakes and how I plan on fixing them this upcoming school year. Mistake number three. I did not plan over the summer. For people who have been listening to this podcast, you all know that I love planning. I always plan. I advocate for you all to do a little planning on the summer. 
Last school year was truly the first summer I did absolutely nothing. I didn't realize (laughs) what a huge mistake this was until the first week of school. I am really grateful that I took a break because I needed a break. Um, Like I mentioned, I was going through IVF. So it was just a lot going on at that time. But I felt very unorganized my first week of school because like I said, I didn't do anything. This summer, right now, I'm fixing it by having a balance. I'm going to plan, but not to the extent that I did previously. So for example, this summer, I'll be planning for the first quarter with my students. So I'm going to be planning here. The first quarter is about nine weeks. So I'm going to be planning for those first nine weeks. Previously, I would try to plan for the whole school year. This will allow me with a much needed break that I need because trying to plan for the whole school year is really heavy, but I still feel confident about that first quarter. So what I'm gonna go ahead and do since I am moving to elementary, I am going to look at the curriculum, see how I can streamline it, plan for that first quarter with my students, but not over plan. I'm just going to try to have a balance. The second mistake that I made was I underestimated the power of setting expectations. I know again, you all, I know I talk all the time about setting expectations. I also want to share with you all how important it is to set expectations with your students. I'm thinking back on it right now. I'm in the middle of thinking back and reflecting on it. And I just did not do this efficiently and effectively this school year. I contribute this to my lack of planning. I waited and I waited and I waited. And I really felt overconfident. Like I've done this before, I can do this. That was a mistake. And I'm realizing it's probably another mistake I need to add in there once I'm thinking about this with you all, that's something I need to add in there additionally. By the time that it hit me that I need to be doing this with my students, I had behavior problems starting to crop up. This school year, I moved to a new school in the middle of the year. Yep, I made the exact same mistake at the new school. I thought since I moved to the new school and I didn't have as many students in the class, I thought I don't need to do this right now. I mean, I only have because I moved to the middle in the middle of the school year. By the time I got going with everything, it was March. So it's kind of coming up on spring break. And I, you all know after spring break, I feel like the school year is almost over at that point. So I, I was just thinking about it. I was like, well, I really don't have to set expectations. The school year is almost over. I don't have to do all of that. Behavior problems start to crop up there. <laughs> so I'm promising myself right here, right now, that I am not going to be making that same mistake. I'm going to be intentional and plan for setting and modeling expectations for the work first week of school and throughout the school year. The moment my students walk in the door, I'm going to be modeling, setting, and reinforcing expectations with the students. So do not make the same mistake that I made. Uh, I was very humbled, (laughs) and we all need to be humbled. about that. So definitely, definitely, definitely do not underestimate the power of setting those expectations with your students. Now, here comes mistake number one. The next mistake that I made really took me by surprise. The, and this is the biggest one for me on top of everything. And that mistake is 
taking the time at the beginning of the year to build relationships with parents. The beginning of this past school year was hectic, even more so than usual. Once I realized I needed to reach out to parents to introduce myself and say hello, it was close to report cards being sent home. I know personally reflecting back on this, I do not want to make that same mistake again. I don't want my first contact with parents to be, hey, your child is not doing good in this class. I want my first contact with my parent, the parents that to be positive. And I'm just saying parents, guardians, whoever's taking care, care of the child, because I know there are a lot of different family situations out there. I am going to correct this this school year by planning to contact three to five parents a day the first two weeks of school. I don't want myself to be or to make myself overwhelmed because I know in middle school, you may have a lot of parents. So I want to make sure that I'm spreading it out. I'm going to do this either by text message or email. I know text message is very, very popular. I used to use Remind. I keep hearing talking points is also a great tool to use as well. So either one of those, I'm more so leaning towards the text message because I know a lot of people have access to phones and it's just easier versus email. I want the parents to know that I'm here to support them and the students. I also want them to know that I'm also here to celebrate the students' wins and support them in their areas of growth. Last school year may have been hectic for you as well. I heard a lot of you all talk and you always say it was just as hectic for you as well. Think about the reflection question and brainstorm some mistakes you made last year. Don't stop there though. Come up with a plan on how you're gonna take action this school year. What I would like you to do is join our Facebook community, My Adventures in ESL, for more ideas, tips, and support. Thank you so much for being with me today as I was vulnerable (laughs) and sharing some of my mistakes. If you're feeling vulnerable and want to share some of yours and how you would like to do things differently or need some ideas, just come over to our community on Facebook. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.